May 16th is an important day because you didn't order Uber Eats once. And Thank you, you didn't order Uber Eats twice. But you oh, ordered no. <laughs> Uber Eats three times in one day. You spent $70 on Uber Eats in one day. Which On May 16th? On May 16th. And I'm just not sure why. Like, if you wanted to order more food, you could have done it in one order. But instead, you've got three of these poor delivery drivers driving around town for you. Welcome to the next episode of The Two Glass Roast. I am proud to announce that this episode is the first episode. I have been keeping it under two glasses of wine so far. Full disclosure, I do have my bottle right next to me. Um, Very excited to introduce my guest today. Uh, He is someone that we go back a few years. Um, Do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, Yeah, my name's David. I'm Katie's brother, so I've (laughs) known her her entire life. Um, I have endless material to roast her on, so it's a good thing she's got the bottle next to her because she's going to need it today. I'm pretty excited to do this. Awesome. Yeah, I think this is going to be the worst recording on my behalf. Usually I actually look forward to having my friends over for a nice wine night, you know, get a little drunk and do a little shit talking. But obviously having my brother on the podcast, you know, it makes the most sense to have him on and roast me. So for once, if I have to dish it, I I have to take it as well. Um, So the topic of today's episode for those of you who don't know, my brother is literally a finance bro. Um, like I mentioned, we are related. Well, we think we're related. The, the jury's still out. We're waiting on the Mori test back. But uh, <laughs> he, he does work in finance. And so he is here to roast my financial decisions. And so what we did for this episode is I chose a credit card statement and I gave it to David ahead of time. And I, you know, normally try to come into these these episodes with a little bit of an outline and some different topics that I want to make sure that I can touch on. But for this one, I'm really just going to be, you know, let it, letting David lead the roast. So before we dive into it, you guys know the drill. Uh, I need to hear your name, your wine that you're drinking, and your embarrassing moment. Uh, so my name's David. I'm not drinking <laughs> wine right now, but I got a glass of tea next to me. Oh. And the good news is, everyone, my brother actually just got his 500-day chip. Okay, I'm not an alcoholic. I don't have a chip. <laughs> I just don't drink anymore. Um, and an embarrassing story, uh, <laughs> I guess it's only natural that I tell the Eiffel Tower story here. <laughs> For starters, I don't think that my brother is embarrassed by this story. I think he's just proud. I don't know if I'd say proud, but I'm happy it happened because it's a good story to tell. Um <laughs> A couple of years ago, I was traveling with some friends in Paris, and we had had a long night out of eating foods that we didn't really understand what they were. I ordered uh, beef tartare, which turns out is just literally raw hamburger meat put on a plate. Um, if that's not gross enough, they decided to garnish it with a raw egg on top, uh, you know, to try to settle the stomach a little bit, um, and then garnish that with capers. So I ate that in the spirit of, of, you know, one in Paris, do as the Parisians do, I ate it, and then proceeded to drink a shit ton after. 
Um, did Remy? Did Remy cook it for you? Remy? No, no, unfortunately not. I think I think this story may have gone very differently if a mouse had cooked it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I ate all of that. I drank a lot. The next morning, I was not feeling great, but still decided to get up and ride bikes with my friends to the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Uh, what I didn't know is there's actually not an elevator that takes you up there. You had to go up the stairs. Um, so we <laughs> climb all of the stairs, and by the time we get up there, I'm feeling sick to my stomach. Just a level that's that's gross. And honestly, I thought I was going to throw up, and I don't know what happens if you throw up on a national monument, but I felt like you know there would have to be some diplomats getting involved if I threw up all over this. Yeah, there's, there's probably a few guests that I, I could have on that would have an answer for that one here in D.C. Yeah, it just feels it feels a little wrong doing it in a foreign country. But, you know, thankfully, there is a bathroom up at the top of the Eiffel Tower, a fun fact I didn't know until I got up there. Uh, so I went up there and had to do my business. I'm sitting there. And as many people may not know, the Eiffel Tower sways quite a bit because <laughs> it's very high up. The wind blows the Eiffel Tower quite a bit. So not wanting to sit directly on this disgusting toilet at the top of the Eiffel Tower that probably never gets cleaned, I'm hovering and <laughs> squatting over this this French toilet that doesn't even have a toilet seat. I'm trying doing my best to uh, to have some good aim here, and the Eiffel Tower starts swaying. <laughs> Naturally, I did not hit my mark, <laughs> and I made a bit of a mess up there. <laughs> This this is actually the reason why David doesn't drink anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of a scoring experience, and I left a little bit of a mess. I did my best to clean up, but I, uh, yeah, I can safely say I shit on the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> oh, well, and we actually, we don't have the swear jar this episode. Unfortunately, it was not doing well for the audio. So, David, you can just take that quarter and put it towards my next birthday gift. Oh, okay, I think I'm at 50 cents already. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah, so my brother pooped the Eiffel Tower. Um, so for anyone who knows me, you know, it clearly runs the family. Like I said, sometime I'm going to have to do a roast of just disgusting bodily movements and, and issues. And I usually don't really need a guest for that type of thing. For some of you may not know, but I twisted my intestine last summer. So. <laughs> yeah, and then you sent out a picture of it on your uh, your Christmas card to everybody. I did. I did. I sent out a Christmas card that said, Happy Holidays. Uh, what did I say? Throughout all of life's twists, and, throughout all of the holidays, twists and turns, enjoy the ride. And it was me and the MRI of my intestines. Lovely. All right. So on that note, uh, David, do you want to just dive right into it with my spending? Like I said, David has a credit card statement. You know, at first I was thinking I will send him one at random. Uh, and then, you know, I, I started looking through them randomly and I got a little bit of anxiety and I didn't really want to have this be a conversation where it's funny on the podcast. And then, you know, tomorrow David calls my mom and tells her how out of control my spending is. So I thought the best would be if I sent him one from my vacation down to Miami. Uh, David is from the Miami area. Last year, Gavin and I took a nice trip down there. So I thought it would only be fitting to have David roast the credit card statement from when we were in his hometown. Yeah, I don't even know where to begin with this. Uh, looking at it, there's there's a lot to digest. Um, I guess <laughs> just like you at the Eiffel Tower. I guess logically we would go uh, chronologically through this, uh, but I did take a look and kind of kind of ran some numbers here for at the end. Uh, I for the, for those of you who couldn't hear, I I just needed to refill. Our I don't refill. know if this is so much as a roast or maybe an intervention. 
because this is bad. Uh, just rolling through here, I see a lot of stops at 7-Eleven, but none of these are enough to actually be gas. <laughs> so For what it's worth, This I is a lot of slurpee, a slurpees and hot dogs here. I do. I love a dirty water dog. <laughs> Anybody will tell you. I went to New York and I haven't been the same since. So I do like to go to 7-Eleven and get a dirty water dog. And the thing is, a couple of my previous guests, uh, for those of you who may recall... Kelly from The Ick, um, as well as Katie from uh, Sports. They live right next to a 7-Eleven. So a lot of times when I'm doing wine nights over there, I end up wandering over to 7-Eleven to get dirty water dogs and all sorts of snacks. Well, yeah, that's evident on this statement here. There's a a lot of those. (laughs) Yeah, that was the first thing that stood out to me. But then, really, we start to see a trend as we go throughout the month. Like, we don't even get halfway through the month, and we hit... We hit May 16th. May 16th is an important day because you didn't order Uber Eats once. And Thank you, you didn't order Uber Eats twice. But you oh, ordered no. Uber Eats three times in one day. You spent $70 on Uber Eats in one day. Which On May 16th? On May 16th. And I'm just not sure why. Like, if you wanted to order more food, you could have done it in one order. But instead, you've got three of these poor delivery drivers driving around town for you. You know what's sad is that the fact that I ordered it three times in one day means that every single order I thought it was going to be the last. Yeah, but it it was not. I just pulled up my calendar and it looks like May 16th was a Sunday. So what I'm going to have to assume happened is I'm going to have to assume that perhaps one was Saturday night past midnight, maybe some drunk food. And then maybe, like, I woke up and I got, like, a, a hangover sandwich and then the Sunday scary set in and perhaps I needed some dinner. Yeah. I mean, really, who's to say? Well, naturally, you would be burnt out on Uber Eats. So the next day, you did not order Uber Eats. You got Grubhub, which, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to get some variety. <laughs> on May 17th, I'm looking at some Grubhub. <laughs> Did it tell? Does it tell you the restaurant on there, or does it just say Uber Eats and Grubhub? Just, Grubhub tells you, so it says Vitality Bowl. So I guess that sounds healthy. Oh, I had to get a. That was clearly a bender of a weekend, and I needed to get some health in there. Yeah, but the worst part about the Grubhub is I don't know if this is right, but the charge is three dollars. So you literally sent someone on a, on a mission to get you food for three dollars. Uh, what did you tip? What can I did say? Did you tip I mean, them twenty five cents? Like. that's that's fiscal responsibility if i've ever heard it (laughs) well that may be the only silver lining on this entire month because there's a clear trend as we go out the throughout the month it's uber eats just about every other day here um for what it's worth i i would say that i'm a reformed woman i i checked my january statement and gavin has been trying to get me to cut back on uber eats and i only ordered it a total of I think it was four times throughout January. So and then DoorDash and Grubhub and <laughs> all of the other platforms. You know what they call that, David? They they call that diversifying your portfolio. You should look it up. You should know that you're the finance bro. <laughs> so so yeah, this, we can really divide this bill into two different things. There's there's pre Miami and post Miami. This was all pre Miami, by the way. We've we've hit about eleven Uber Eats trips uh, before before Miami. Um, I did run I some know. numbers here while I was looking at this. Out of your $3,044 bill this month, 
You sp- Mom's going to get mad at me. I didn't know what you were going to say, the total number. You spent 47.7% of that on food. So that <laughs> month you spent $1,400 on food, which is typically what a family of six might expect to spend. Uh, and the, I have no comeback. The even more concerning thing about this is I decided to break it down into food that you may order at. You have the commissary which for anyone that doesn't know is basically a grocery store on a military base. Uh, so you have the commissary, Safeway, and Publix. You spent less than 5% of your food budget on groceries and 95% <laughs> of your food budget on going out to eat. <laughs> How did you even... This sucks. Not, I have no comeback. So it's safe to say at least... I don't even think I've been to a Safeway. I couldn't even tell you where there is a Safeway. Well, I can tell you there's a Safeway on Falls Church, Virginia, according to your credit card statement here. Oh, okay. Okay. And you know what? I do know that. I do know that you're correct. Yeah. So so that was all... That's all uh, not even Miami here. Um, once we start to get into Miami, things just really start getting concerning. And And the nice thing is... The loyal listeners have heard about Miami because the loyal listeners heard about when Gavin and I had our crazy day where we went to the beach and then we ended up at the drag brunch and then the comedy show. Yeah. So the day at the beach here, I'm seeing I'm seeing charges from Mangoes for nearly two hundred dollars. That's I don't think I went to Mangoes that day. I think there's a discrepancy in my credit card bill. Oh, maybe they posted it late, but uh. I'm seeing quite a few mangoes charges. For those of you who haven't been to Miami Beach, let me just take this plug. You know, no nobody has reached out to sponsor the podcast yet. I mean, I, I have to assume that it's only a matter of time. I mean, we are putting out quality content. But mangoes down in Miami would be a perfect first sponsor. I have I have some souvenir mugs from there that say fall in love at mangoes and Gavin likes to be coy and say he did not fall in love with me at Mangoes. It was actually a bit of the opposite, but I, I know that he's joking. <laughs> uh, after Mangoes, this is this is uh, I don't know how someone goes to a drag show and spends one hundred eighty-seven dollars. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure admission is free, so that was only on food and drinks. I actually listen not to deflect the blame, but I know it happened at the drag show. Someone got a great tip. Yeah. We went to the drag show, and as previously indicated, Gavin was just in another dimension. I mean, I knew that that was going to be the only way that I was getting to the drag show was when he was hammered on the beach. And I'm like, oh, you know, there's, there's, there's brunch right over there, and Gavin loves brunch. So we went, and for starters, Gavin was so drunk that he orders and david i don't know if you know this or not i know that you don't hang out around south beach but the bottomless brunch at palace is like 40 or 50 bucks and that's like alcohol and food included and so gavin and i get the bottomless brunch and he was so drunk that the waiter comes by to the table and gavin has a full mimosa and gavin goes no 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 i'll save you the trip and then he chugs the mimosa grabs my glass and then he's like more and then the waiter just looks at him and says eat your steak <laughs> so I, I knew that we were really in trouble then and then i had a severe case of fomo cuz like i said on the on the other episode everybody at this drag brunch place has those fans where you like snap the fans and it sounds like really loud cheering 
And so we were like, oh, like, how do we get those fans? The guy's like, oh, you can buy them. Money was no option. And I'm pretty sure he, like, upcharged the hell out of us for these fans. So we dropped, like, another 40-some dollars on the fans. And then finally the check came at the end of it. And this is after Gavin was, like, calling these people from across the restaurant, like, making them come over and sit with us, just being, like, a complete and utter nuisance. And I cognizantly knew that the tip was included because you know David down there in South Beach a lot of times they'll just wrap the tip up into it so the drunk people don't realize and then they'll double tip Exactly. I saw that the tip was in there but I tipped 20% on top of it because I felt so guilty about Gavin being a Jeez. so that one yeah listen I don't take any responsibility that was all Gavin well I take responsibility for the fans but I still have them so I guess I got my suit. the funny thing is Gavin is usually a very well-mannered reserved kind of guy you just don't expect him to be going nuts at a drag show but listen the guy goes i guess he loves a drag show the guy goes a little bit crazy sometimes you find your uh, your passion and gavin found it down at palace miami <laughs> gavin found himself down at palace miami <laughs> <laughs> they say fall in love at mangoes i think it's fall in love at palace <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that was probably the most concerning thing out of Miami, aside from the fact that you went on to spend $161 to go to a water park. Okay. But it did. the fun didn't stop there. <laughs> no, the, the fun did not stop there. You actually ended up spending closer to $250 because you decided to drink at the water park, which for anyone listening is literally a walking distance from my apartment where Katie could have pre-gamed. Okay, but the thing is, so I, I think... Actually, what this credit card statement is starting to show is that I'm always well-intentioned. So the Uber Eats with the the three or four times in one day, I definitely wouldn't do that on purpose. I ordered it so many times because with every order, I wasn't expecting there to be another one. Otherwise, I would have just ordered more food. With the water park, I think it shows that I was trying to have a nice, relaxing day. But then we got there and we saw... I I do remember they had a good deal on a Corona bucket. So what was a girl to do? I'm on vacation, so I had to order it. So it shows that I don't go into these situations with bad intentions. If I did, I actually probably would have saved money. It's that I go in there trying to have my shit together, and then I just lose all sense of control. Probably because I lived such a sheltered lifestyle. I mean, again, back to the Catholic school episode that's coming soon. Yeah, and well, at least you have your priorities straight, considering you spent 78% more on water parks than on grocery stores that month. So. <laughs> I don't regret the water park either because the water park was a very relaxing day. And I'll tell you what, we got those water park passes on Groupon. Okay. Well, at least you're trying to save some money someplace. (laughs) Gotta make cuts somewhere. This is stressing me out. There were a few things on here. I didn't know what they were. I'm not quite familiar with these these names. Oh, oh, we'll just just go rapid fire style. There's ABA Virginia Sugarland, Texas. There's a lot of states in one one line item here. AVA, Virginia, Sugarland, Texas. That sounds familiar. I'm actually only eight. Actually only eight dollars. Live Sugarland, Texas. But that one pops up quite a bit. I'm I'm looking this up. That's got to be federal pay loan data. Okay, I didn't. I do not have any loans. Sugarland sounds like it might be some sort of website for sugar daddies. But I guess that <laughs> would be maybe money coming in. That yeah no I I wish. Um, Sugarland, Texas, limited liability company. Perhaps we have found out that I've been scammed. It says that AVA Virginia LLC is Subway. 
Oh, okay. Eight dollars at Subway. Yeah, that adds up. That adds yeah. up. That hey, that's cutting back. Yeah. All right, that's not bad. We've got Whitlow's, yeah, uh, hundred twenty six dollars in one go. <laughs> I've personally Honestly. been to Whitlow's, and the drinks are like four dollars. So unless you had like twenty seven <laughs> of them, I'm not really sure how that happened. Honestly. Honestly, David, it's hard being the life of the party because when people start to like lose their energy, I see it as my personal responsibility to amp the party back up. So then I have to be the one to order jello shots or, you know, green tea shooters or whatever it may be for the crowd. Or it's like, oh, everyone's everyone's losing energy. Maybe we should go play around a pool or whatever it may be. Listen, that that I chalk up to being being the good time of the friend group. All right. I will say that's not even the worst damage that I've done at Whitlow's. I, uh, for those of you who are not local to the DMV area, Whitlow's is a legendary bar that closed last summer. So, you know, David's looking at the bank statement from May, 2021. We are going up on, I think it closed in late June, maybe early July. So I was trying to get my final fix in and this bar was open for, I think it was like 25, 26 years. And when they closed, they auctioned off all of the stuff all throughout the bar. And I, I think my worst, well, worst or best, depends on if you're a glass half full or a glass half empty kind of person. Uh, my worst or best purchase was the surfboard that I bought. It was upstairs on their rooftop tiki bar and the surfboard was mounted right next to the men's restroom. And now it is on my back balcony, also known as Lanai. Oh, that's good. You know, you live a couple hundred miles from the ocean, so it's always good to have a surfboard. <laughs> It's also covered in bird shit. <laughs> Did you happen to buy a surfboard from Roadside Grill as well? Because I see a $210 tab there. Are you serious? Yeah, $210 at Roadside Grill of Arlington. Oh, David, this no, this is too soon. This is too soon because I live at Roadside. It's 2022. I can see I you paid rent work. there. <laughs> it's 2022. I went there for dinner on New Year's Eve, and then I went there for breakfast on New Year's Day this year. Uh, this past weekend, uh, my my friends and I, we had we had people from college that were in town. It was a wedding. Shout out to Jeff and Abby. I was their officiant. You can call me Reverend Katie P. So the next morning after the wedding, everybody was a little hungover, a little hair of the dog, and we went back to Roadside, and I can personally tell you that we were there from 11 a.m., to 5 p.m. So Roadside does get the best of me quite frequently. I can tell. $210. It's pretty bad. It's honestly not even the worst. <laughs> I also I also have a Roadside blanket. I just I guess what we're learning also is that I like to support local businesses. So I guess when the economy is on the up and up, that's me. You know, sometimes when I go into a restaurant and I see that they sell t-shirts and stuff, I always wonder who's buying that. But now I know. Oh, it's me. Now I know. <laughs> It's always me. Do you know how many Bubba Gump shrimp t-shirts are in my closet? <laughs> Probably more than you should have. <laughs> I know. There's just something about a souvenir tea, though. You know, I have Bubba Gump Baltimore. I have Bubba Gump. I think I have one down from Florida. I have Bubba Gump Cancun. It's a, it's like, you know, when they list off all the different types of shrimp in uh, Forrest Gump. That's me with all my locations of my Bubba Gump t-shirts. Oh, jeez. Is there anything else that you have to There share? wasn't anything that uh, stood out too much on uh, on the rest of this, but I did take a look and decided to run the numbers if you had saved this money and invested it rather than spending it. So if you hadn't gone to Roadside, if you hadn't gone to used <laughs> Uber Eats about 11 times, 
uh, you could have invested that money. And assuming that you had invested it and never touched it again and never added any money to it, uh, given the historical rate of the market of 10%, I've calculated that you would have $1.1 million by the time you're 65. Uh, or if you... I don't plan on living that long. But I also ran another scenario for that. Uh, if you only invested it for the next 10 years, that money would have grown to be $41,000. Are you serious? Yeah, that surfboard's looking awfully expensive now. So if I took my money that I spent from that month alone, not like the annual salary, I took that month and it was invested. Uh, yeah, if you took that, the money that you spent that month and, it, and, and you stopped doing this and you invested that every month, it would grow to $1.1 million by the time you're 65. But rent is on that credit card. No, there's no rent on this credit card. <laughs> And it's also worth noting for this $3,000 bill to Miami, there's also no hotel on here and no airfare. This is all food. <laughs> you know, it was funny because we were in the car this afternoon and I was telling Gavin, yeah, David's roasting my credit card statement tonight. You know, I gave him the Miami one. That way I can kind of live underneath the guise of like, ah, I was on vacation. I don't usually spend like this. Like, I put all the money on my card and then Gavin paid me back half. And Gavin's like, well, don't show him my credit card statement from Miami. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, and that's the worst part about this. I'm sure there's a lot of things that aren't even showing up on here that you had to pay Gavin for half. I think the most anxiety-inducing purchase that I had from Miami was... So, like, like I've alluded to, we, so we spent a few days with my brother and his girlfriend up at their apartment. That's, like, what, you guys are, like, what, 35 minutes or so yeah. away from South Beach? Yeah, just about. Yeah. So we spent a few days there, nice, wholesome time, and then Gavin and I get down to South Beach. It's a Friday, uh, and we are, like, two bats out of hell. I mean, there is just no one stopping us. We, we go to this bar, Mangoes, and, you know, they, we, again, we're in another dimension. And it gets to the point where we're talking to so many people at this bar. Like, we are working the room. We love meeting new people when we're on vacation. We actually still stay in touch with a lot of them. And it gets to the point where it's like, you know, 12.30, 1 in the morning. I'm talking to these people at the bar, and somebody is like, oh, like, have you met Gavin? <laughs> I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? And so then we continue on with the night. It gets crazier. It gets crazier. And then the next morning we wake up because two of the people that we had met at the bar the night before had invited us out to want a boat with them the next day. So not worrying about any sort of risk whatsoever. Gavin and I set our alarms and we wake up to meet them to go out on this boat. And I needed to go to CVS because I was like, I need like Dremamine, Advil, Gatorade, like, you know, the whole cocktail to get yourself ready for the day. And so I get to this CVS or Walgreens or whatever right there over on South Beach and my credit card, I would like to assume that my credit card declined the charge because they thought that it was fraud because they were like, why is she in South Beach? But hearing David roast the credit card bill, they might have just declined it because it should have been declined. So I call Gavin and I'm like, I need you to come help me at this Walgreens. Like they declined my credit card and I don't know what to do. And like I already up at the register. So while I'm waiting for Gavin to walk over to this Walgreens, David, I don't think I told you this. This guy comes into the Walgreens. He's riding like a like a low rider bicycle, like one of those ones with like the pegs where people like stand on the pegs and like they go in your little bicycle thing. Mm-hmm. And he's 
riding this bicycle around the Walgreens and he's got a basket and he's just taking chips and things and he's filling his basket and then the cashier's frantic and they're yelling at him and I'm standing there hungover, frazzled because my cards declined and then this guy just steals all this stuff and like throws up a middle finger and rides his bike right back out of there. And I think that was my worst purchasing experience. Wow. He just just said, fuck you guys, I'm out of here. He just said, thanks for the Doritos. Gotta go. And so then Gavin shows up. It's the perfect crime. He showed up with the getaway vehicle. (laughs) Yeah. And he didn't get off it the entire time. Like, honestly, props to him. Ocean's 14 right there. George Clooney, get ready, man. (laughs) He's disheveled. He pays at the Walgreens. And then we leave. And he's like, oh, my God, I need a coffee. And we go to one of those little, like, I know that, you know, in New York, they call them bodegas. Uh, I don't know what they call them down in Miami. But we go to one, and then we're halfway through ordering, and Gavin has to leave to go throw up in an alley. And then this woman's like, oh, like, he needs all this stuff. And she, like, gives us, like, grapefruit juice and, like, like this whole slew of different items to, like, cure Gavin's hangover. And I will say that was that was a fiscally responsible moment because we got all of that for free because this woman, I think, was genuinely just worried that Gavin was going to drop dead there in South. This was in Walgreens and this lady bought all this stuff for you? No, this was at, like, the little cafe bodega oh, thing, gotcha. like, right next to Walgreens. Gotcha, gotcha. No, real, real quick, before we continue, I want to make sure we can do this. Some of you might be thinking, oh... Katie, this is your older brother. You don't want to do fuck, marry, kill. That's so awkward. Nope. We're still doing it again. The entire family listens to the podcast. Shout out to dad who thinks this segment is called Mary Berry. What's it called? (laughs) We're doing it. David, are you ready for your three contenders? Charlie, if you're listening, don't get offended. I know he doesn't like any of them. All right. I'm ready. All right. Again, you know, think about it. This, this segment for Brittany took her like 15 minutes because she had a real existential life crisis. So no worries if this is difficult for you. I actually, I hope that it is. So fuck, Mary kill. You've got Angelina Jolie. Kill. Oh, I'm supposed <laughs> to wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, I, I'm not a fan. She's too weird. Actually, you know what? I don't need to hear the other two. Kill. I'll, I'll worry about the next two. <laughs> She okay, wears like blood tag. in a in a necklace around her neck. It's no thank you. If, no, she if doesn't. yes, she does. I saw some article where she was she was dating somebody and wearing like some of his blood in a locket around her neck, and like he was doing the opposite. So honestly, this is a self defense thing. If I don't kill her first, she's probably gonna kill me. Kill. Also, for anyone <laughs> listening, I'm obviously like... kidding. I would never kill anybody. That's nice. That's nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I got K- Katie shit on me for feeling bad about killing Tom Brady. So I understand that. Didn't, that's like, did you hear that Megan Fox? Like, I don't know if this is true or not. Cause again, I don't keep up with the celebrity gossip that much, but Megan Fox, isn't it like the engagement ring that machine gun Kelly gave her has, it's like a thorn or something. So she like, can't take it off. I did not hear that. No. Oh, I'll Google it and I'll send it to you after the fact. We'll, we'll catch up offline. Okay, so David has killed Angelina Jolie. Real quick, I actually looked this up and it's true. Angelina Jolie and Billy Bob Thornton famously wore vials of each other's blood around their necks during their short-lived marriage in the 2000s. Who is Billy Bob Thornton? He sounds like a mountain man from Wild. What? <laughs> Who is that? Billy Bob Thornton. He's an actor. Never. Heard well, they were. Of him. What's he in? They were. Ah. Uh... I don't remember, honestly. Can you pull up his IMBD? Sure, let's let's take a look. All right, folks, that's showbiz, baby. We're looking it up live. Honestly, really a lot Thornton. of movies that I've not watched. 
This guy is not cute. Okay, hold on. He's <laughs> he's 5'10", and for that reason, sharks, I'm out. Uh. Let's see. No, I've seen him in something. Um, how do we pull up the rest of the movies on here? He's in uh, A Million Little Pe- Bad Santa 2. That's what I recognize uh, him from. You know, when I think of, you know, cinematic masterpieces, I think of Bad Santa 2. <laughs> well, David, you and Dad should know him because apparently he's in, quote, Trailer Park Boys, Drunk, High, and Unemployed. Uh, well, chances are I've seen it, then. That's actually, that's the title of the episode when I roast all of my exes. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. All right, well, back to uh, Fuck, Mary Kill. All right, Angelina Jolie, she's out. All right, are you ready for the final two? I'm ready. Ariana Grande. Okay. Kim Kardashian. Ah, uh, okay. This is this is pretty easy, I'd have to say. Uh, well, geez, I guess either way I'm playing sloppy seconds with Pete Davidson. <laughs> this might be a little harder than I thought it was going to be. Ke- Kelly just got so excited from her apartment hearing Pete Davidson's name. Because as you heard, nothing Pete Davidson could do would give her the ick. I mean, look, I don't. I'm a big Kanye fan, so I, you know, I don't want to shit on Kanye here, but he's given Pete a lot of trouble. Pete's a funny guy, you know. Yeah, I actually, David, don't you know what's going on between Kanye and Pete? Correct. Ah, a little bit. I don't keep up with celebrities that much, but I've seen some stuff on Insta. Okay, once once you finish up this fuck Mary kill, I actually would like a, a debrief of that for the listeners from your perspective. I think. Uh, I think. The choice here would have to be Mary Ariana Grande and uh and fuck Kim Kardashian. I would Well, because you know what you're getting into. <laughs> well, I just feel like the the longer term stable solution there is Ariana Grande. It's probably uh, nice see, when arguably, she sings in the shower. That's that's not too bad. <laughs> I would have argued that the longer term stable solution would have been Kim Kardashian because her family has so much money, you know that no matter what you're set. Well, not to not to quote Kanye here, but I ain't saying she a gold digger. I'm not trying to be. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a gold digger here. Uh, yeah, I think okay. Mary Ariana Grande. Mary Ariana Grande. So you could deal with her voice till death do you part. Oh, I don't see any issue with her voice. I think she's got a nice voice. Are you serious? Yeah. Her speaking. I'm not, her. Her singing voice is nice, but her speaking voice you could deal. To with. To be honest, I don't know if I've I've heard her speak all that much, but yeah, I don't I don't think it's probably that bad. I guess I'm thinking of this from a fresh perspective because I just watched the movie on Netflix. Don't look up. Have you seen it? Uh, yes, actually, yeah. I think she does have a yeah, short she's in cameo. That. She talks in that. A, yeah. Yeah. She, no, she's like I. I thought she was. Well, I actually I did fall asleep during the middle of the movie, but I thought she had like a pretty significant role. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of lost interest in that movie. It Leonardo DiCaprio, fantastic actor, not the best movie. Yeah, no, it's actually, I watched it twice and fell asleep both times, so it is what it is. Yeah. Um, okay, can you please recap the Pete and Kanye drama for the listeners? I mean, all I really know is that, uh, obviously, Kim and Kanye were married, and they had kids, and then they things broke off between them, and I think it was, like, somewhat all right. Kanye thought he was going to get back with Kim. Along came Pete. Um, sounds like the title of a Hallmark movie. <laughs> Along came Pete, and yeah, Kim, I guess, started dating him, and Kanye is not taking it too well. Uh, and he's been lashing out at Pete on social media. But, you know, we never get the full story, so who knows what's going on behind closed doors. You know, I don't want to I don't want to say Kanye's in the wrong here because we don't know the full story. And I'm a big Kanye fan. Okay, interesting. Do you feel like Kanye accidentally manifested this when he said 
18 years, 18 <laughs> years, had one of your kids got you for 18 years. Okay, okay, first of all, why the New York accent? <laughs> New York. Yeah, but why? That's not anything what Kanye sounds like at all. <laughs> I guess that's just how I picture the song. Yeah, well, no, that's not how it goes, but... <laughs> Do I feel as if he manifests it? No, because she's worth a ton of money too. Let's look this up. Who, Kim yeah, is. who's worth a, who's worth more money? It says Kanye's worth one point eight billion, and she's worth wow one pay, one point eight billion. I guess maybe it, equal. I get you know what it probably makes sense because they were probably different, and then after the divorce, whoever had more probably got split up. And these are just estimates anyway, you know. Yeah, I mean, really, who's to say? Until someone's dead. I mean, I guess you wouldn't know. I guess he does have the the better long-term money-making potential, considering he's got easy brand and can always produce new music, whereas Kim is going to have to fight to stay relevant. So That's true. That I mean, yeah, no, full shade to the Kardashians. I don't think Kim has any talent. I think that she's, again, I don't know anything of what's going on with this drama. I think that Kim is being a good mother throughout all of these issues with Kanye and Pete. But other than that... I don't think she has any redeeming qualities. Yeah, I don't. I don't know enough about her, honestly, to to either shit talk her or give her praise. I, I only know say. that the brand Skims is good, but I think that was like more Chloe than her. But I again, who's to say? Who's to say? Yeah, I think a lot of the times these celebrities, you know, brands approach them and they kind of take it on as their own idea, but really they're well, just the face of it. With the Kardashians, though, I believe that. Wasn't it Chloe that started again? I, I don't know why I'm uh, wrong audience talking to you about this, but I think Chloe started Good American, and that is my favorite brand of jeans. It's flattering on absolutely everyone. So again, we don't have sponsors yet, but at Good American, at Two Glass Roast, at Simply Dot KDP, at Kanye West. No, we don't do that. Do we? <laughs> I'm trying to. Get and some do you tickets. know what the deal is? Do you know what the deal is with? Uh, what are they calling? Is it that they're calling Pete Skeet? No, not Skeet. Yeet. It is. It's like Skeet Davidson. It's all from Yeah, what's Insta- the deal with that? It's from an Instagram post where Kanye just started calling him that. And I don't really know what the, the meaning behind it was, but it just kind of stuck. Okay. Yeah, I this mean, is all. If you look back in, like, historically, Pete Davidson has gotten the short end of the stick with nicknames. Uh, post Ariana Grande, we had butthole eyes, which is what a lot of people were calling him for a long time. That's so, so sad. Honestly, I think it's an upgrade being called Skeet. It doesn't really mean anything. It's not the worst <laughs> thing. I think he'd gladly take that over butthole eyes. That's so funny. Uh, anything else that you have to share about my credit card statement? Uh, no, I think we covered everything on here. It's just uh, very heavily weighted towards food and not even healthy going to the grocery store picking it up and eating at home kind of food we're looking at literally over 95 percent of your meals are eaten outside of the home but you could argue that i'm spending my money to stay alive because people need food to survive you know there's a tlc show called my 800 pound life and i think they make that same (laughs) argument so (laughs) all right cool well before we wrap up uh today's episode david is there anything else from my credit card statement that you would like the listeners to know about Uh, yeah i think there's a few things that we could uh go through on here i didn't really know what they were so it's it's kind of hard to roast until i find out what we're actually looking at here so you've got quite a few here uh peshaman falls church not really sure what that is peshaman 
any and by the way, if any of these are restaurants, they did not get included into the initial total. So the damage actually could be much worse than I initially thought. It's a location in Falls Church. Oh, that's uh that's a coronavirus test. Oh. No. I think that's also Subway. Well, okay, well which is Subway giving coronavirus tests now? It's okay, well I I, I just Googled uh, I'll it. I'll take the foot long and a COVID test, please. I just Googled it and it says Peshamon Inc. is a corporation located at, insert address, that received a coronavirus-related PPP loan. And then it also says Subway Falls Church, Virginia. Oh, well, yeah, it's Subway. Just because they got a loan doesn't mean that they they have anything to do with COVID. Lots of people got those loans. So what I'm hearing is that I'm a healthy girl. So there's actually more Subway on here than we initially thought. Uh, Another one, and I'm trying to find it. There's so many line items here. There's just honestly so many. Uncle Julio's. The reason I bring this up is I'm actually going to be in D.C. in a couple of weeks, and that place sounds fun. I know nothing about it. Oh, okay. This is great. Uncle Julio's is a Tex-Mex restaurant. Uh, they serve, and I quote, mesquite grilled fare in margarita sangria swirls in a hacienda style space. I think if there's one takeaway from this podcast, it's that you do not have a future in doing impersonations. The accents oh. are, are just not good. The New York one. <laughs> I accidentally, I almost just pulled my headphones out of my microphone because no one's ever said that to me. David, did you listen to the Ick podcast when I did all of my impersonations? I did listen to it, but I'm actually, I actually don't remember any of them, so maybe I blacked it out. Oh, last summer, I built a skill model of my dream house made out of white yeah. glue. Yeah, that's a very obscure reference to a show that nobody's watched in 15 years. Okay, so. well, per- oh, don't worry. I'll do something more mainstream. Not me, not Hermione, you. Do you know what that is? No. That's Harry Potter, the Sorcerer's oh. Stone, when okay, they're playing I've, chess. I've... When I make my move. All right, well, if they ever reboot that, you can give them a call. Well, no, there's actually, there's a, there's a... There's a new movie coming out. I think it's in April called like what is it? The Secrets of of Albus or it's like a it's like a Dumbledore spin-off movie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No, yeah, no no big deal, but I I went to Harry Potter World for Christmas this year. <laughs> David didn't go cuz my parents didn't love him enough. <laughs> that's what it was. Never mind the fact that I had to do some work that day. No, no, it's fine. And also speaking of my parents, stay tuned because in the next few weeks, David's coming from Miami to DC and we will be roasting my parents. Ken and Janice, saddle up. <laughs> you know, I'm actually, they're coming down to visit in about two weeks, so I'll make sure to gather some material for, for the podcast. I thought you were going to say when they came to visit you, you guys would roast me. And I was like, no, that's not necessary. Oh, that would be Mom. kind of fun if they visited you and roasted me. That'd be good. That would be good. Mom actually has a notepad on her phone where she's keeping like bulleted points of topics that she wants to roast me on. Like apparently every time I do something that annoys her, she adds to her little notepad. Yeah, I mean, this realistically could go on for hours, but since we're trying to stick to the parameters of this credit card statement, <laughs> I won't <laughs> roast you on anything else. Yeah. Uh, other things on here that I didn't really understand what they were. Thriveworks. Not really. Oh, sure that's that therapy. <laughs> Oh, okay, that's good. Nice. Yeah. Oh, and I, I don't that's... know how I forgot this one. Oh, you, go ahead. Did you? Oh, I was gonna say that's that's probably for another episode too. Maybe bring that back to the Catholic school one. Just I mean, kidding. I mean, that's probably the the money best well spent on this entire statement. But <laughs> one thing I did want to bring up is you have charges at IKEA of College Park, Maryland, which yes. is not exactly next door to you. 
it's a bit of a drive. It's a bit Listen. of a drive. But what's concerning is you had a $50.80 charge there. That's fine. I understand. A lot of Swedish meatballs. <laughs> but the next day, you had another charge at Ikea. It's almost as if you drove the 50 miles back to Ikea. Was it to get a couch? No. Was it to get a lamp? I don't think so. Because this charge was $2. <laughs> what could you have possibly gone back to Ikea for? That was $2. I needed a pizza roller. So you drove what I presume to be at least 50 miles back to Ikea to get a pizza roller? I think it was $3. And honestly, pizza rollers are so much cheaper there. You probably spent $10 in gas. No, when Gavin and I first met, he wanted, I think it was a desk. He wanted a desk, and they didn't have it anywhere. He wanted this Ikea desk. They didn't have anywhere nearby. Not College Park, not Woodbridge, not anywhere. The, the closest place they had this desk was, ironically, Nyak. And he asked me if I wanted to take a road trip up to Nyak to get a desk. And I said, hell no. <laughs> The only other thing that stands out to me on this credit card bill is Finnegan's Way, a bar that I'm very familiar with because I've been there many times. You spent $104 there. And for anybody that doesn't know South Beach very well, this bar is very cheap. It's actually, it's impressive to spend $104 there. You have to really be trying or have a lot of friends. And well, I know the actually, latter is not true. So. No, thank thank you so much for the compliment, David, because it, it is the latter. Uh, you know, this was post-Palace, so post-Drag Brunch. Gavin and I met two new friends at the Drag Brunch, said, let's continue this. It was a Sunday. We were like, Sunday fun day, let's keep going. And I said, oh, my brother and I went to this restaurant bar called Finnegan's. Because remember, David, you and I went there when I was in college. I do and remember I was like, that, yeah. I remember that I could afford it in college, which means... As an alcoholic adult, I could afford it now. So we brought these new friends and we went to Finnegan's. And then the issue was that, again, being so naturally popular, we met so many people there. And then, again, I'm the party starter. I have to make sure the party doesn't die down. And so then we bought, like, a round of, like, shooters or whatever it was for everyone, which really beefed it up. But hopefully I don't get a follow-up arrest for this. We ended up making our money back because we got four or five Moscow mule cups that we had a backpack with us. Cause again, it was supposed to just be a relaxing beach day. And so we got all of our new friends to steal a Moscow mule cup and then put it in our backpack when we left. So we did come home with souvenirs. So I think, I think that money was money well spent. Oh, good. So for the $300 that you spent on drinking that day, you got four <laughs> Moscow mule cups and two fans. <laughs> okay. I That's don't enough. think you're a good candidate for deal or no deal. Whatever. You know what? Honestly, David, I know for a fact that you've wasted a lot of money at casinos and on Bitcoin and NFTs and all of the flavor of the weeks. You're probably into Dogecoin, so I don't care. I'm, I'm not into Dogecoin. <laughs> I don't think I've ever bought any Bitcoin. I wish I had. But uh, yeah, I've bought quite a few NFTs and I've made money on them. And how has that gone for you? Much better than your trip to Palace. <laughs> okay, whatever. David likes to pretend that he's good at spending money. But you know what, everyone? He also bought a bonsai tree. And unlike Brittany's boyfriend, Ben, he still uses it, which I know spends a lot of money. No, it doesn't. I water it. It doesn't cost any money. 
No, I thought you had to buy special seeds. No, no. Well, you buy it once, you're done. Things been All going right, well, this is bullshit. For anybody who's listening, do you understand how annoying it is that I'm me and I'm hilarious and, you know, I think I have a good time and then I have to go home at Christmas and be around David who is good with his money and doesn't drink alcohol and then I have to show up like the village you know, degenerate. It's just annoying, and I can't wait for the episode when I roast David back. Well, if if you want me to roast you on one more thing here, Katie has a sore spot about coloring contests. <laughs> As kids, so, we used to enter coloring contests, and Katie won none of them, and I won every single one. No, he brings this up because as kids, I will say— Are you say, drinking straight from the bottle right now? So I'm not! <laughs> You're lying. Uh, no, that's another thing. I go home at Christmas and then I like have one glass of wine and I accidentally count wrong in Yahtzee because my family rushes me. It's like you're not even done rolling and they're like, hurry up. And then I count wrong and David's like, oh, village drunkard, like town drunkard. <laughs> I don't know how I, I don't know if I sound like that. We'll let the, the viewers decide that. No, honestly, viewers, they're not viewers, they're listeners. Maybe you're drunk, maybe your 500-day chip is a freaking scam, but the listeners should know that growing up, I always had the better attitude. David is the one who, we didn't get to go see Santa because somebody had a temper tantrum. That's right, I did. I don't remember why. (laughs) Well, mom and dad have a recording of it, so maybe I'll have to get that from them and I'll post it on Instagram to promote this episode. Uh, Yeah, please don't. (laughs) You just hear me in the background. Thanks a lot, David. Now we don't get to go see Santa. Yeah, there's a video and a picture. That's the best part about it. (laughs) Anyway, listeners, thank you again for tuning in. I love you. You guys keep me going. Um, Andy, if you're tuning in, thank you for shouting me out during your best man speech this weekend. That was one of the highlights of my life. Um, Before we wrap this up, David, would you like to plug any social media? No. I like to keep a low profile. Please don't follow me. Anyway, everyone, thank you so much. Uh, please go online and follow me. It is on Twitter at two glass roast. That's spelled out T W O glass roast. Um, also on Instagram. Again, I I'm a busy woman. I don't have enough time to keep up with multiple Instagrams, Twitters, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So my Instagram is just at simply I give live show updates there. That's the best place to go for the podcast. I do a lot of Instagram polls. Um, Yeah. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm actually not completely positive what next week's episode is going to be. I know that there's a lot of demand for me to roast my exes, which just goes to show I have poor decision making. Um, I know that there's a little bit of demand for the Catholic school episode. Uh, I I was thinking about having my friend Casey on, who's actually David's friend as well. To, to do a little segment that we like to call How Red Were the Flags. So, you know, message me. Let me know what you'd like to hear, and, and I might I might go according to that. David, anything you want to end with? Uh, no, thanks for having me on. This was a lot of fun. You don't have to be polite. All right, everyone, I'll come back. I'll roast David because he might sound like the golden child now, but I promise he's not. I love you. Sponsor me. Listen. Rate. Subscribe. Roast follow unfollow refollow i don't care bye I'm